0: Science story, huh?
1: These NYU scientists—they uh, felt, felt, felt really, right. so and I just felt well. I figured it wow. out. It, I
0: feel it was like that, that golden moment because science was on my side. Hey everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true personal stories about science. This week's story is from Neza Akwiwu. It was recorded in March 2016 at the Atlanta Shakespeare Tavern in Atlanta, Georgia, as part of the Atlanta Science Festival. Um,
1: growing up in Nigeria, Especially if you come from a humble background, like the one I came from, and you're you're a woman, it's not the easiest of experiences. Um, I say this because as a woman in Nigeria, the only duty that you have is get married to a good man and take care of your kids. And your whole world centers on that. You're not allowed to have goals, dreams, or visions of your own. You know, your main priority is be the best wife and you know, make your husband your number one priority. Even if you're um, dying inside, nobody cares. The first question they're gonna ask you when anyone sees you is, "How's is your husband? And how are your kids?" Um, I remember when I was little, I was kind of—I was eight years old, precisely. Um, my dad used to have us in the living room to talk about um, how our days were. And I remember one time my dad asking me, so Neze, how was your day um, today? And I told him, you know what, Dad? You know what I just realized? And he said, what? And I told him, I want to be the first female president of Nigeria. And it's like the whole room was quiet. He looked at my mom, and my mom looked at him like, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I, I, I didn't put those thoughts in her head. And, You know, he burst out laughing, and my brothers were like, oh, God, Nezeb, here comes one of her stories again. And I was like, yes, I was was asking my dad, why do you think that I can't be the first female president of Nigeria? And he was like, like, look around you first, you're a woman. Second of all, do you see how we live? It's not like I'm a big shot in the society that I can, you know, even if you're not going to get there, at least people recognize that this is a dream that you want to have. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, But anytime we'll convene in the living room to talk about our days, I'll still repeat to my dad, you know, dad, I I still want to be the first president of Nigeria. So I kind of, I would be telling myself that every single time and it just started manifesting in my life. Like for my friends, I would gather my friends, like in little groups, and stand in front of them, and you know, be talking to them. You know, this is what my manifesto is gonna be like. You know, this is what I'm gonna do when I'm gonna be the first president of Nigeria. And they're looking at me like, "Is she okay?" You know. <laughs> so, you know, um, time went by. I was in high school. Um, I graduated from high school. My siblings and I, we all graduated from high school. And the big question is, okay, you're done with high school, what are you gonna do next? No one was asked, my parents were not asking me that because they are like, oh, she's a girl, you know, eventually she's gonna get married and all those crazy thoughts that she's having, she'll stop having it when she, you know, pops a baby or two. Um, my, um, my father will always ask my brothers, you know, what do you want to do, like, you know, it's a free world, live your dreams, you know, to be encouraging my brothers, encouraging my brothers, and I'll just be in the sideline watching them, and I'm like, okay, fine, we are in the same boat first, I knew knew my dad did not have any money to support my brothers, but at least he was giving them, um, you know, his words as support, nobody was supporting me, so I remember... um, just six months after my graduation one of my father's best friends flew um from delaware to nigeria you know he wanted to visit nigeria as fate would have it um i met with a man and he asked me so neze, he didn't ask any of my brothers he asked me so neze, what are your plans after um high school you know you're done with high school what are you doing i told him you know you know just trying to find myself find my life and he asked me, what do you want to do? And I told him, you know, actually, I want to be the first female president of Nigeria. And he was like, "He caught him off guard. He was like, oof, you know, I admire your courage and everything. So I'm actually gonna help you. So he encouraged me to, he paid um, for me to take my SAT. And he helps me apply to um, several different schools in, in the United States. And, as fate will have it, um, I got accepted into Spelman College, um, and I came to Spelman College, and um, I was so excited, who, if you guys know how United States is regarded in Nigeria, it's like the land flowing with milk and honey. We even hear that, oh, there are diamonds or gold on the floor that you can pick, you know, it's it, it, it's. An achievement coming from a place like Nigeria, coming to the United States, your friends would be like, "Wow, she already made it." You know, I just want to be like her. Look at her. You know, in the United States and all. So I came here so elated, so excited. Everything was different. The roads were different. You know, people we are different. I was looking around like, "Whoa," you know. But as the as the months passed by, it dawned on me. You know, I'm not going to see my parents for a long time. And I'm in a new place. And I have to make new friends. And I have to make new family. I had only myself. My father's friend who was helping me, um, his wife just passed away. She passed away from cancer. So he had to move back to Nigeria. So literally, I had no one. I had no one, you know, no family, no friends at that time. So, um... I'm a very, I don't know how I do it, really I don't know, but the type of person I am, no matter no matter the place I am in, I'll always find my niche. I'll always find out how to survive. I guess maybe it's because of the fact that I grew up in a very rural and difficult place in Nigeria. So, a um, uh, year after I got into Spelman, I met this woman, um, I met her in one of the conferences that they had at Spelman, and you know, we exchanged contacts. I just started talking to her, and you know, she had her, her parents were from Nigeria, but she was born here and she grew up here. And I started talking to her, and when she asked me, you know, hey, what do you want to do? I told her, I want, uh, you know, I want to be the first female president of Nigeria, and she would look at me like, really? Like, really? She looked at me like as, uh, as if I was a star or something, and so we exchanged contacts, and when I tell you that woman was like a second mom to me, like anything I needed, anything I wanted, you know, I'll always call her and she'll always be there for me, you know. Several different occasions that we'll have at Spelman, she'll always be there to represent me as my mother. It was crazy. But you know, before all these um, things happened, um, I had to choose my major at Spelman. You know, everybody, everybody, Everyone was going into the sciences. I was like, okay, fine. Since everyone is going into the sciences, I I might as well be pre-med, you know? So I chose my major to be biology. And um, I won't lie to you. (laughs) Biology at Spelman is very, very challenging. And look at me coming from um, a different country. I have to... Grabs the person's accent, you know, different things. Especially, um, let me say, in the measurements in math. Um, yeah, I, I think they use YAD. Why in Nigeria we use meter? So, all these little little things I had to grasp that quickly, and I'm still learning new materials. I still have to be learning, you know, my, how to, you know, adjust myself to this different educational system because it's very different from you know where I'm from. Um, the educational system that we have in Nigeria is British educational system, so everything is quite different. Um, so I chose my major to be biology, and um, first year went, second year went, and along the line, I just. I got discouraged, you know, all the fire and all the vigor that I um, had when I was coming to America. Yes, I'm gonna make a change. Yes, this is what I know what I want to do. It just, I fell off the bus. I don't know where it happened, I don't know it ha- how it happened, but I guess I was just, you know, missing home so much and missing my parents and also the new environment. It just really, really dawned on me, you know. So, I was managing to crawl through school, you know, I'll drag my feet to class. And I'll tell my friends, you know, I don't really understand the point of being here. I just want to go back home, you know. So um, I, I kept in contact with my mother. And one day, I remember this day very well because that day changed my life. She, she called me and she was like, Neze, Neze, do you know what happened? And I was like, what happened? And she was like, do you know 200 girls in Nigeria were actually kidnapped and the government, they are not doing anything about it? And I was like, 200 girls? And she was like, yes. And she's like, you don't even understand. They were married off, they were kidnapped and they were married off to older men. And I was like, wow, you know, these girls were from the age range of 12 to 15. I was like, whoa. She's like, yes, no one is doing anything about it. I just thought in my head, but I bet you if 200 boys were kidnapped, nobody would be saying, oh, we don't know where they are. People would actually go out there and be like, our sons, our men are missing and whatnot. So um, my mom like, yeah, it's very sad. And after my mom um, you know, dropped the um, phone call, I was like, wow, you know, that could have been me amongst those girls. I was like, Neza, what are you doing? Like, do you think this is the time for you to lose focus and for you to just, have you forgotten how you got here? Or are you really taking things for granted? Don't you know that there's a reason why you are here? And that conversation with my mother sort of acted as a pep talk for me. And I went back to class the, the next day a different person. You know, I picked up back from, you know, where I left off, you know, I tried to boost my GPA. I was working real hard. And my hard work started to pay off because even though um, I wasn't really interested in in the sciences, I still worked hard. I was like, there's a reason why you chose biology as a major, yes, 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 you want to be the first female president of Nigeria. But you must cross this huddle of college, because if you don't have this um, this degree, nobody's going to take you seriously. You know, they'll just be like, oh, this dreamer, what has she done? Like, what, ha- what, uh, what can she show? Like, give us something. You know, that's the first thing people ask you. Okay, so what did you read in college? And imagine my answer being, you know what? I just went to college, and I just passed by college. I didn't really finish college. But, you know, I still want to be the first female president of Nigeria, but people will not take me seriously. So, I worked really hard, and I think, I guess my hard work paid off because I was called um, to UCLA for summer research in chemistry, and I'm not even a chemistry major. I was invited out of everybody that applied for the program. I was called my PI personally called me to tell me, oh, Neze, congratulations. You know, we have um, we've chosen you um, for this um, internship program in UCLA. In this chemistry. I was like, oh, God. Chemistry? Really? And he was like, yeah, chemistry. I told him, look, because his name is Dr. Miguel, the best PI ever. And he was like, yes, really, Neze. I was like, I'm, I know I've taken some chemistry, but... That's not really my, my strong point. He was like, it's okay, so long as I can see from your CV and your resume that you're a very hardworking girl and you take your studies very seriously. So it's okay. I'll teach you chemistry. So during the summer, um, I went to UCLA and um, I participated in the research. And he kept his words and he, t- and he taught me, you know, chemistry. I don't really know anything about chem... I mean, I know things about chemistry, but I'm not a specialist in chemistry. But my PI, he's a crystallographer. Um, he taught me how to make crystals. So I guess that's one of um, my callings that I didn't know. I'm a very good crystal maker. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but apparently um, the crystals that I made over the summer um, he showed it to his graduate students. He was like, this is what an undergrad made, because my crystals were per- like 99, per- 99% perfect. And he was looking at these crystals like, oh, wow, Neze, you really, really made these crystals. He was like, wow. And he was like, look at her. She's not even a chemistry major. And she made these crystals. And I tell you, people there, we are getting their PhD in this. The, if you, For you to be able to pass the PAG, you should be able to make crystals. Perfect crystals. Um, you know, to cut the um, long story short, um, I picked myself up. Like, I was like, you cannot afford for, for you to just lose focus. You've come too far for you to lose focus right now, Neze. Those girls are depending on you, even the unborn girls. Not just the girls, even the men. Everybody in Nigeria, they are um, they're depending on you. Because I tell you, Nigeria is not like the best country for you to have dreams. Especially if you come from a humble background, people are going People will just look at you like, "Oh, your parents do not have anything. So, what exactly do you think? How exactly do you think you're going to accomplish this?" But look at me. I'm here. You know, I'm at Spelman. I'm a graduating senior at Spelman College and um, I'm about to go into the workforce, and I tell you, I came to the States with basically nothing, but I cannot begin to tell you how many things, how many people have blessed me or have been blessed by my presence. And more than ever, I'm like, there's a reason why I'm here. And this, the reason I believe is to be the change that Nigeria needs, because it's high time that Nigeria gets a change. And maybe I'm that changed, maybe I'm not, but I know that my voice will be heard one way or the other. I just know. So, like I said, I'm Neza Kwiwu, hopefully the future president of Nigeria. Thank you.
0: That was Neza Kwiwu. Neza is currently a senior biology major at Spelman College. She thinks of herself as a bubbly, outgoing, and very family-oriented individual. She has plans of becoming the first female president of Nigeria. The Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Wachter and Barker, Ari Daniel, Christine Gentry, Skyler Bear, Shane Hanlon, and Liz Neely. The podcast is produced by Rose Eveleth. And to show up from Brooke Williams, Zana Groger, and Justin D'Ambrosio, the theme music is by Ghost. Special thanks to the Atlanta Shakespeare Tavern for hosting the show, to the Atlanta Science Festival for being amazing partners, and to dreams for being achievable. Thanks for listening. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto.